For those of you that regularly listen to my podcast, you know I'm, I podcast with a purpose to teach you something perhaps or have you see a different perspective, maybe open up your eyes and your mind to something different. But on today's podcast, we're going to talk to a co-worker who was just too much fun to work with and uh, I'm not trying to teach you anything. Just enjoy the show, relax and uh, enjoy life. Hey everyone, thank you so much for stopping by again. This podcast, I'm not going to teach you anything. We're not going to dive deep into philosophy or anything. We're just going to have some fun. So I have my friend and co-worker, Jay. Um, he is the door king at Costco. I call him the mayor at Costco. Some people call him Papi Chulo. And he's a blast. We just have fun. We work together. So I was like, Jay, come on the show. Let's just have some fun. So that's how we met. Now let's talk about yourself because I want the listeners to get to know you. How you, you know, where you were raised, where you're from, all that good stuff. Uh, okay, I was born in Puerto Rico. Came, came here, yeah, maybe five, six, can't remember too much. And um, landed on, some strange reason, landed in Chicago on Division and Wapcock. And I was there till, till I'm still there, you could say, you know. Your heart is there. Yeah, exactly, always. Yeah. Oh, wild cop. They know. Yeah. So then that neighborhood, because I have listeners who are not from Chicago, yeah. that neighborhood is called Humble Park. Yeah. Or, well, well, that our part is called Bucktown. Oh, okay. It's, okay. Called, it's called Bucktown. Okay. And we were there. They named it when gentrification started. Yeah. So you could say like 1980, 81. Okay. They start calling it Bucktown, but okay. it really was Bucktown because, you know, you had to keep your head down. You get it shot off back then. <laughs> And an, an interesting fact I learned a few years back was Puerto Rican population was on the Gold Coast in Chicago. That's yeah. like where the like money lives, you know, that's yeah. the high end, the high end stores. And everything. that was Puerto Rican neighborhood. And then the people realized, oh, wait, that's a good location. And they started pushing the Puerto Ricans yeah. further west. So that's how they ended up in Humble Park. And now from what I see, they're pushing them out again because you got, like you said, the gentrification. You have all the gringos moving in making all these little fancy shops and stuff. But, yeah. I mean, whatever. That, that's fine. Yeah, they hook the apartments up and they just call them condos. You know? Right, no, right? We hook them up. Hey, somebody move in. You know, la misma yeah. gente, but it's just double it, triple it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So then tell me about your childhood. How many siblings do you have? How are your parents? Because I know nowadays, from the way you and I were raised, it was different. Parents could throw a chancla at you and it was okay. No one would call 911 yeah. or DCFS. Me, um, I got an older brother, uh, older sister, me, a half brother, and then a younger sister. And they were all born here. They were all born in Puerto yeah, Rico. Yeah, everybody was born here. No, no. My my little sister was born here. Louis was born here, and uh, everybody else was born in Puerto Rico. My brother Ralph, Evelyn, and me were born in Puerto Rico. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you. You said you were like five or six year old, five or six years old when you moved here from Puerto Rico. Yeah, from here. So yeah. when I moved to Puerto Rico, I was 13. And, and it was it was uh, it was different for me. Um, I was treated not too good. Yeah, because <laughs> I wasn't Puerto Rican enough. Right, if you don't speak that English, <laughs> if you speak, you know, you don't speak that Spanish. Matao, español, matao. But when you came here, even though you were young, did you did you immediately just blend in, or did you feel like out of place? How were your teenage years? How did you adjust? Having you know, that's a, a lot. Having an older brother and sister ahead of you, they you know they made the path easier. Okay. So they took some of the steam off. You know, okay. like they they were like a grade, couple grades ahead of me. So when oh, I was okay. in first, second grade, they were already like in fourth or fifth. So they had a reputation. 
and they didn't bully me with the, you know, they got the hivaro with yeah. the pants up, you know, yeah. brinca chalcos and all that <laughs> shit. Aww. You know, I didn't get yeah. that brinca chalco jokes or the yeah, banana right, right, jokes right. or, good, good. you know, because my brother was a little tough and my okay. sister's crazy. She was a wildcat. Okay. So, you know, they, they made the bed for us. We just lied in it. And, okay. You know, it was smooth. Okay. It was smooth. And where did you go to high school? Because at that oh, point, your middle school, elementary school. Yeah, I went to I went to Anderson Grade School on Division and Walcott. Okay. I went there from like, Jesus, I guess first grade, mm-hmm. and and then they stuck me. But back then, they, they just stuck me in bilingual class, not bilingual. Yeah, they just stuck me with. Like, I remember those not classes. to say not to sound racist, but they just stuck us with Mexican kids, you know. And and we can tell they were Mexican because they had the same shoes they wore for church on Sunday. They wore them on Mondays. So. <laughs> I don't. And then they were all, they were all scuffed up. So anyway. They stuck us with them and they didn't listen to us too good, you know? So I just kept my mouth shut oh, okay. and just, you know, watched them talk and, and, you know, but English came along slowly, you know? And yeah. I picked it up because I liked the baseball. So oh, okay. I met a lot of kids through baseball, you know, playing okay. it and, and there I In picked up. In the neighborhood? Up, yeah, and I picked up English and like I said, I didn't get too bullied because I had a lot of uncles that came, you know? Mm-hmm. And from my mother's side, my grandmother had like nine kids. She had like, wow. she got like five boys and like four girls. Then my dad, all the kids that were, um, all my, all his nephews that were messing up out there, you know, acting they were grown, mm-hmm. they were, they think, they oh, solve the answer, go with your uncle, you know, <laughs> come to Chicago, like, that'll solve the answer, and Chicago probably is worse than Puerto Rico. Yeah, always. yeah. So, we had a big family, so, you know, we didn't, you know, it was, we were protected, you know. Your own clan. Yeah, yeah, we, it was, it was wild. Yeah, it was wild. So, we did that, and I, I went to Anderson, and then, um, after I graduated from there, then I tried to go to high school, but the two high schools next to me was Wells and Clemente. Mm-hmm. And and you lived in between, you said. Yeah, yeah. So that that was that was that was a no go. But you didn't like it. Yeah, or? no, I, I couldn't because it was other activities around me. But there's a story I want to tell you. It's about my upbringing. There's a birthday I remember, my eighth birthday. Uh-huh. You know, everybody, everybody knows Chicago. You know, it's big yeah. when you get a, when you have a birthday, and it's big when you get a cake from Rosers. Oh, <laughs> they're the best. You know, when you say Rosers, mm-hmm. you know, you got to be Puerto Rican and, 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 and know if you don't know Rosers. So, That's it. You're not Puerto Rican. Yeah. And I grew up Puerto Rican middle class. Okay. But not like white suburbs middle class. Okay. <laughs> I, there's, there's, <laughs> there's a difference. There's two types of people, people that know Chicago and Puerto Rican, they know there's their middle class and there's yeah. our middle class. So we didn't grow up poor. I'm gonna say poor, because mm-hmm. you know I didn't. Thanks God, I never had to stay in a shelter. Even if we ate pancakes for dinner, we ate. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Oatmeal beats no meal. Yeah, exactly. You know where we come from. So anyway, going back to that, you know, we lived a nice middle class life, and when you, when you get a cake from Rosers, you know that they're splurging on you. Uh oh. So I had an eight. Yeah, I was eight. I think eight years old. So I got both of my mother's my mother's family's there. My my dad's. And we're getting into the happy birthday, but mind you now, we're mm-hmm. not the normal, you know, Puerto Rican or Puerto Ricans. So anyway. What do you mean by that? That we're friendly and we're outgoing <laughs> yeah, and we're yeah. happy people? But you could push a Puerto Rican so far. Right. So I remember we're singing happy birthday. The cake is out. The In candles the are lit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's deep. Happy birthday. And next to my house, there was a little social club. You know, people know that back in the day, Puerto Rican had little social clubs. Okay. Because they couldn't go to real bars because they were timid. They didn't know where they were going. And many of the bars back then belonged to the Blancos where we lived. Okay. You know, that neighborhood belonged to the Polacos in the 70s oh, okay, and the okay. 80s. So anyway, we had a little social club. 
and they're singing happy birthday to you and we got the cake from Moses going and the candles mm. and you hear like four or five shots. Okay. You know, bam, 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 right? So, you know, it was kind of normal back then, but yeah. but it was so close. And then somebody runs up to the second floor and they say, hey, I had a cousin named Pantera, Panther. Uh, uh. And they say, hey, puñeta, Panther just mató a uno ahora. Ay, mi madre. So, just like three quarters into happy birthday, I kid you not, in five seconds, it was just the kids left in that house. Everybody ran downstairs because my, my my uncle killed dude right in front of, you know, like right, right in front of the doorstep, you know, right oh. in front of the social club. So anyway, everybody's left down and all the kids, it was just me, my sister, my cousins, and we just looked at each other. And <laughs> I'm just saying it was funny because the Rogers cake, the Rogers cake, you know, <laughs> it, it was a special occasion and my uncle, you he, know. He kind of squashed yeah, it by he, killing he, a he man. Kind of, yeah, he kind of squashed it. <laughs> but we'll never forget that. But my yeah. lifestyle was it was it was something like that you know what okay. i mean little things popped off like that or we had birthday parties that some of my uncles or cousins they'll come in the middle of it you know or even thanksgiving dinner hey who want to buy a chain i got a chain right here you know <laughs> or, or or four pair of tires who comes to the back who comes to a thanksgiving party with four pair of tires look hey what size are your tires i got four tires here <laughs> You know, it was cool, but it was crazy. It was ghetto yeah. fabulous. I yeah, call yeah, it ghetto yeah. fabulous. That's yeah, how we did. Yeah. And my mother would complain sometimes, like, I don't want no stolen stuff in here. Or I don't. <laughs> but yeah, let it be a nice bracelet. Yeah, it looks nice. You know, yeah, she'll forget about all the problems back then. You right, know? right. Oh, that's but, but we lived stuff like that. It was, you know, it was ghetto fabulous, I could say. You know, happy times, yeah. good times. It's like but, when you go to the like the West Side in Chicago. Um, it's predominantly African American for people that are not black folks. You go into the beauty shops and the barber shop because I used to go, and they hit people walking in with like selling cakes and selling yeah. everything. It's yeah, just it's, uh, yeah, it's just exactly. like the sense of community. will say macaroni and cheese. You yeah, right. macaroni and cheese, <laughs> or you or you get the uh, apple apple grapes, the little taffy grapes, and, mm-hmm. and the, yeah. And then at Pilsen, they have that too. If you need hair, you buy some hair. Oh yeah, whatever you need, some socks to go with it. Yeah. But like in the Mexican neighborhoods too, so I think all the cultures have their own. Because yeah. the Mexicans have like the tamales, yeah, and the, you know, the tamales kind of with the chicharron. Yeah, and, yeah, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And that and that brown stuff, that hot stuff. It oh tastes yeah, like cinnamon stuff. tea or something. Oh you know yeah, yeah. champurrado. I think go, that's yeah. that's good stuff. So then at that point, so after that you're eight, and then you went to. Um, I went to Anderson. So you went to Anderson, and then so yeah. you said you couldn't go to Wells. Yeah, I couldn't or go to, to Wells. Couldn't go to Clemente. I wanted to go, but that was impossible. But didn't of, you want to go because you, you were because baseball? Yeah, I, I love baseball. I, next to my family and my flag, baseball is my, my third love. Okay. There's nothing more I love than baseball. Nothing. Like right now, of course, my kids, but of course, and, and baseball right behind that. Right. You know? <laughs> so I tried to play baseball, Clemente. I was like. 15 going on 16. Oh, so then you did go? Yeah, I, tra- I got to transfer in. Oh, okay. And I went there for technically three days. Oh. Because, <laughs> you know, it was just, I thought I, I, I must have been more popular than I thought. Because <laughs> the little clicks around, they didn't think it was cool for me to go there. Oh. So and then okay. I remember my first day, I went to Clemente. You know, they were looking through the glass and guys and, you know, feel a little static over your neck. Okay. The, and then the second, the second day, I told my I told my dad, excuse me, hey pops, man, I don't think I'm gonna be able to finish over there. You know, it's getting rough. Yeah. And he's thinking like, you know, our old Boricua fathers, and they don't know. My dad barely went to school. He dropped out like at sixth grade. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he go talk to the teacher. Oh. So I'm like, you think this is a little house on a prairie? You put mm-hmm. an apple on the desk and yeah, no. Hey, these kids, you know. Yeah. So they're he, scared of the yeah, kids. Yeah, he didn't under, you know he didn't understand. So Aww. I dropped out of Clemente. 
and I wandered around for like another two years, you know, trying to, you know, be grown. And, uh-huh. and were you at home at that time? Or yeah, you, on yeah. Your own? Oh. No, I, no, I was still at home. I was only like after I had dropped out. This my my birthday's in April, so I dropped out like that June, you know, oh, whatever. Okay. Like, like I didn't even finish. I don't think I even finished my my. my I, I didn't even start. I started my junior year, but I went like not even a week. So and then I went, ended up. I wasted two years in the streets. You know, I say wasted, but I sacrificed, you could say. Did you learn anything when you were those two years in the streets? Yeah, I learned uh, school to hard knocks. That's okay. what I learned. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> I, I, dedic- I dedicate myself to the path. And, um, no, yeah, I so learned you, it. Yeah. Not that I was suffering. I just wish that, you know, I could have finished, really, because I wanted to play baseball, really. Oh. So I didn't regret dropping out. Okay. I was still young. Yeah. So lucky I had enough credits, and then I, uh, I ended up with a, some guy that ran a gym mm-hmm. and a, a little program for kids you know and street level activities okay. and whatnot he told me yeah i'm gonna get you i'm gonna talk to some people he goes i'm gonna get you into uh Shur's high school mm. and he goes but you can't mess it up jay and uh i went to Shur's. they accepted me okay. and i graduated over in class of 89. nice yeah. and you didn't have anyone looking over your shoulder sweating you or? no no we I, lucky that I, some of my friends went there too Okay. And you know, so you had your little crew that yeah, was. Yeah, and we had brooms, and we, you know, we cleaned the place up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's all I could say. So then, okay. So you graduated from Shur. Casa. Ay, mi madre. Hicieron el, el la casa lo suyo, I guess. Oh, you already know. Mi casa, mi casa. That's it. Dang it. So then, after that, what happened? You graduated. Yeah, I graduated. Um, One of the kids come in the picture. Oof. Your wife. How did that? All my happen? yeah, my son. I got my son already. Oh, yeah, okay. so I, you had him early. Yeah, I had him like 18, 19 in that range. And I graduated like at 20. <laughs> you know what? You graduated. That's yeah, what matters. Yeah. So who cares what exactly. age? Exactly. But, she, you know, my, the deal was, she, I told her, she told me, the counselor, she goes, if you be good and don't get kicked out, I'll let you graduate on stage oh. with, the, with the, you know, normal people. Normal people? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't abnormal. So I said, cool, because I was, you know, so I, you know. I, did, I, t- did I took you? her up on that and I, yeah, I, I kept my promise. She kept her promise. Oh, nice. And I graduated on stage. It was cool. It was cool. That must have made you feel. Yeah, I achieved something. Yeah. You know? Proud of yourself. Yeah. Good, good. And then you. So then I, yeah, then, um, you know, I just start. I hit the streets again for a little while. You know, really? I had a part time job. Okay. And then I, you know, did my little pharmaceutical business, you know. And I still with that till the, <laughs> I still with that till I work with Costco. <laughs> Was it a lucrative pharmaceutical business? Yeah, I supported my sister when, when her man went to jail. Wow. I supported her. They, they, you know, he caught a little body. He caught a case back in the day. Okay. And she, Wait, I'm not sure what that means. A body means a murder. Oh. And I heard you said case, but okay. Yeah, so. Oh, okay, So okay. it's, yeah, because you said it was lucrative. Yeah, I supported her for like three years. Wow, you know? okay. I'm talking about rent, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Anything she wanted. Yeah, I paid plus her Plus your rent. son. Yeah, plus I took care of my family, you know. Wow. So I could say it was lucrative, you know. <laughs> How many kids did you have by then? Uh, God, two. Cause the two, two, no, yeah, I had two, and then don't boo, and then baby mom was pregnant with the twins because she was they were a year apart. Oh, the twins. So I had them, yeah, and then I raised my kids like that. I didn't stop. I didn't really, you know, the pharmaceutical stopped like maybe I'm gonna say like eight years, eight or nine years before I started at Costco. So then what made you, if it was so lucrative, yeah. what made you stop? Because I had got, um, you know, we, we got we got investigated. Oh, okay. And um, when you start paying for lawyers, 
instead of putting money in your pocket and you're putting six, seven thousand in their pocket, something's oh, wrong. Yeah. So I, I had to wise up, you know, I said, you know, I can't keep taking hits like this. Mm-hmm. And once you fall under the radar, you're under the radar. So I didn't want to live under the thumb no more. And I said, sure. you know what, it's not worth it. I was, you know, you know, I, I did it for as far as I could, and, and I, I do things by destiny. If, okay. if, if God wanted me to be a, another baby Chapo, it wouldn't have went down like that. But people, went, people might not know who Chapo is. El Chapo. Uh, yeah, Chapo, the big, I suppose the cartel from Mexico, no? yeah, from Mexico. Yeah, from Mexico. Yeah, drug he, cartel. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's sitting in a New York federal prison right now. Oh, they caught him. Yeah, he yeah. didn't get out. No, he got caught. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So anyway, when I started paying for lawyers and stuff, that that was my sign. Get enough out. is enough. You enjoyed it, and compared to the things that you've done, thanks God that you know, you know, wanted, and, and it, yeah. it could be worse. And you made it out alive. Yeah, and you exactly. didn't make it out. Um, and I had to, you know, I don't owe nobody. Nobody owes me. It ain't like, you know, this guy owes me three hundred thousand yeah. with my money. I don't owe nobody. I could walk around with my head up. It's time to go. It's I got good. a good reputation, you know, you know, you know, on the streets. So it's time to go. So then, when did you? How did you find Costco? I'm just curious. Um, my lady's mother, mm-hmm. well, baby mama's mother, mm-hmm. she worked at Costco when they first started in oh, 2000. This one in Niles? Yeah, Niles. Oh, okay. When they opened in 2000, they, they, she worked there. And through baby mama, you know, she said, hey, Jerry, you want to work over there? They're hiring. And I, I didn't think they were going to call me. And they called me. I worked part-time over there. Nice. And God, how many years? I'm going on 16 already over there. Wow. So, yeah, I started in a bakery and oh, I got in. Yeah. What did you do in the bakery? First, I used to clean it. Okay, that's hard. <laughs> yeah, that was that was terrible. I only worked, did it like four, you know, everybody starts off part-time. So mm-hmm. I cleaned a bakery for a while and then they taught me how to mix and mm-hmm. I became a baker. And then I did that for another five years. You never told me that. Dude, you're holding out on me. Yeah, but I ain't no Betty Crocker, you know what I mean? You're you're no happy baker? No. (laughs) You know, I'm more of a nasty baker. Uh, Oh, Yeah. And then um, you ended up at the door where you're the door king. Yeah. So if anyone goes into Niles Costco, which is kind of, you're always there with a smile, you know, and and you're very pleasant at the door, you know. That's important. No, it's true, because some people stand at that door like, I don't know, they got to stick up their butt and they're all like, you know, yeah. larga y cosa, but you're always no, it's pleasant. not easy. But you know, I suck it up because, like I say, you know, compared to where where I should be or mm-hmm. things that I've done, this job is is heaven. It's heaven because I, I shouldn't even be here. Yeah, and you thank know, God I you are. Be here, you know? Yeah, because I enjoy but, having you at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know, but let me tell you another story. It's funny. Maybe you didn't notice. You know, because I always say thankful to be here because. When I was born, you know, like there's premature babies. Yes. And I think Apple's daughter, Sophia, was she was six months preemie. She was. Six or seven, I think. Six or seven. I think a, she was like a seven, little, little Sophia. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a funny story because when I was born, I wasn't even six months yet. I was five months. Oh. My mother told me I was five months and three weeks. I weighed a pound and a half. So... Because I used to ask, like, when I was little, I used to ask my parents, hey, why there's no pictures of me? They have some of my sister, my little sister. Ooh. And then they told me, because, you know, then they told me the story, you know, because you almost died, and why take pictures of you? And, you know, you, you were stuck in a hospital. She said, you wanted you were a premature baby. Back in Puerto Rico in the 60s, 
that was almost a, a death sentence. Wow. They send you home. They sent me home. As soon as my mother had me, I guess I stood in the hospital a day or two. They sent me home because they didn't know. They didn't know what else to do medically. Wow. So when they send you home, that's it. It's to you're, die. You're supposed to check out. Mm -hmm. So this is for all the haters. I'm still here. Like yeah, I said, <laughs> God put me here to do this. You know, yeah. it's destiny. So. I beat the odds, and I'm glad I'm here. And like I said, I'm wow. glad I'm at the door. I'm yeah. glad I got a job. I'm glad to be alive. I beat the odds, mm -hmm. you know? And I don't know about tomorrow, but at least I beat those odds, you yeah. know? So yeah, they sent me home to die. And anyway, they sent me home, and lucky that my, my grandfather, my step-grandfather, he, he had carpentry skills. Mm -hmm. So I don't know see why the doctors didn't think of this or whatever. Okay. All he did was he built a box. Like, you know, back in the day when, when you go to the restaurant or in the park, you see the fritura in a, in a box with yeah. the light. Yeah. That's the same thing my grandfather built, you know? So I guess really? people call it like an incubator. Yeah. And he, you know, and he, he built that and they threw me in there. And I, I used to wonder, because when I got older and I used to visit Puerto Rico, you know, my cousin and them sometimes say, Meño, Meño. What's this? You know, because my name is Jesus Manuel, but they call me Meño. Okay. And then they, they used to tell me, and I used to say, man, I think that I, they say I was born in a hospital in Manati, uh -huh. and they said, "No, you weren't born in a hospital in Manati. Tú naciste en la caja de Capuria." You know, they say. En la cajita de Capuria. Yeah, so tú naciste en la caja de Capuria. You know, so that's how they. I guess that's how they saved me. You know. Wow, it's so sad that the doctors don't know what to do. Yeah, they send you home. They send you home to die. They do it in other small states, you know, small Latin poor country like in Mexico. Yeah, no, that's true. They, but I would they, just think, you know, Puerto Rican is a commonwealth of the U.S. Yeah, but they but in the 60s, they didn't have that technology. It's preemies now that they're seven months and they keep them in the hospital still. Yeah. Imagine I wait a pound and a half oh my God. and not even six months yet. Five, five months and three weeks. And you're here to talk yeah. about it. My old man used to make fun of me. He said, you look like a tadpole. <laughs> <laughs> It's so tender. I know that. That's my oh, dad. That's sweet. my dad. I love you. Yeah, <laughs> you know? tadpole. So yeah, that's the. So I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And your kids are all doing well. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got a son, Jesus Junior. Mm -hmm. He's acting his life and his family. I hope. Good. Um. At, besides him, I got a, a daughter named Julia, uh -huh. named after my mother. Red hair like my mom. Uh -huh. She works for. She's doing Uber and she's working at a hospital. You know, good. reception thing. Uh -huh, good for She's her. doing that. Then I got two twins behind them, Jacqueline and Rosalie. Jacqueline got two kids. She lives in the city, thanks God. She, mm -hmm. she got a seven, uh, eight-year-old daughter named Sophia. Aww. That's my first, mm -hmm. you know. And a little brother named Giovanni. He's like, he'll be two in December. And then I have her sister, which I say is older because she's 10 minutes older, Rosalie. <laughs> she's my, she went to school her whole life and okay. got her master's in English. Okay. She's an English major professor. But she wanted to travel the world, and now she lives in London. Good for her. And she's working over there. She's working for hospitals and stuff like that. But I, teaching, I don't know if she's going to do her type of English over there because <laughs> it's a little funny to me, but that's what my kids are. That's what they want to do, and yeah. I'm, I'm just glad to have them, you know? Yeah, and they're all healthy and, and happy. Yeah, yeah they're, they're young, and they got life ahead of them, and they're good kids. They, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of them. Good, you, know? you should be. Is there is there anything I did not ask you that you'd want to share? I mean, we could talk about our relationship at work. I mean, whatever you want, you let me know. No, we're good. I think we covered bases, but I, you know, I like 
you know, you like, I don't even, I forgot how we, we met at Costco. Both, I don't remember how we started talking. Well, probably because I talked to everybody. Well, probably me too, because I yeah. do that too. I break the ice, because mm -hmm. the worst thing is for me, it's easier to say hi and it's harder to keep your mouth shut, you know? Yeah. Saying hi takes two seconds. Right. Well, keeping, for people like us, yeah, it's keeping easy. your mouth shut, it's hard. But I'm the type of person I'll say hi to you one day, two day. If you don't respond by the third day, I know. Right. It, you know, you're not my cup of tea or I'm not your cup of tea. Right. Like, you know, the world's big That's enough okay. for both of us. Yeah. But I talk to everybody. Yeah, and now you, you know? play the guido for me and I dance. Yeah, and, and we got a, you know, we got a good chemistry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, 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 you know, we got our side set connection. Yes, of course. And I like that. But we got good chemistry. You're, my, you're my brother from another mother. Yeah, so yeah. That, I'll take and then you that. remember the old things like I remember. Yeah. You know, yeah, isn't that crazy? Because I was not born in Puerto Rico. Right. I was born and raised here. But I really absorbed my parents, like the refranes. Yeah, you got that whole soul. You got that whole I do, and it's like, man, they're they're living in me. So unfortunately, I haven't been to Puerto Rico in years. I'd like to go one day, but so I'm gonna ask you one more question, Jay. What would you? What advice would you give younger Jay? See, that's I would. Is there I would tell myself. I did it. I did. I did. I did. I did young fast. But I thought, you know, like any young kid, you you think that you're never gonna, you know, you think you're Peter Pan, you're never gonna get old. Yeah. And I can't have regrets because I did it all. So I would tell myself, you know, do it again, but slower, you know. Take your time, you know, learn something, but take it slower. That's the best thing I could tell myself because I don't have no regrets. That's no good, regrets that's, that's amazing. Now, what would you tell some of these young kids nowadays, like these young guys that are maybe headed down a, a path they shouldn't be, is there anything that you learned from your past that you would share with them? There's help two them types of kids that I learned out there. There's some that are gonna be bad. They're gonna be bad no matter what. They're born to be bad. Okay. And there's some that are on the fence mm -hmm. that, uh, I don't know, but I wanna be popular. I wanna be cool. I don't wanna be a nerd. And there's some that, know it know it's bad but they're gonna do it anyway mm -hmm. and and i call those educated fools and that's what i was you know i wasn't scared to jump the fence yeah but i wasn't scared you know i knew that if i jumped it what's gonna happen and i would i didn't want to be like one of those little i was too i'm not the the, the nicest guy but i'm not the meanest guy yeah. so the ones advice i would give the ones that are, are on the middle of the fence stay away because if you haven't jumped by now, it's not for you. The ones that are born bad, you could give them a million advice, they're gonna come in and out of the system. The ones like me that, you know, know it's bad. <laughs> educated fools. Yeah, educated yes. fools, and you still liked it a little bit. Make sure you get an education first. Only hurt the ones that got it coming. <laughs> and, Wait, um, say that again? Only hurt the ones that got it coming. Okay. And, and um, you know, take care of your family, friends, and do the right thing. Just do the right thing. And if you know that that's the wrong thing, still do the right thing. You know? That's yeah. all I can say. Do the right thing before you do a bad thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jay. Well, I, I'm so grateful that we had this time. And you if are. you ever want to come back again, you're more than welcome. It must be good. You're smiling. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? If you, re if you notice, every time we're together at work, we're always yeah, smiling yeah. and laughing. Sure we, we, yeah, yeah. I'm not like that with everybody because, yeah. you know, comprise no, exactly. some people, me. Oh. You can't show everybody your, you know. Well, some people just don't bring out the good in us. Exactly. <laughs>
But anyway, again, thank you so much for your time because um, for me, time is a gift. And you've just given me the gift of your time. So I'm really, really, really grateful. You will. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on the Philosophy, Friends, and Food podcast. Thank you so much for the gift of your time. Make sure to subscribe and tune in to my next episode. Remember, when you know whose you are, you know who you are. Have a great week.